1: Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, and happy Valentine's Day! If you're listening to this on the day that it releases. If you're not, then it was Valentine's Day. But I wanted to release just a really short little fun episode because exactly 60 years ago today, which today is February 14th, 2022... 60 years ago today, on February 14th, 1962, a tour of the White House with Miss John F. Kennedy aired. This absolutely iconic moment in history that allowed people all around. America and you know what, all around the world to see inside the White House, and it was so amazing, and still to this day is pretty amazing to watch. So, I wanted to just give a little um, backstory about it, and here we go. By the way, my sources for this are White House Historical Association and the JFK Library. According to the White House Historical Association, in 1961, First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy resolved to make the White House a living museum by restoring the historic integrity of the public rooms and displaying the very best of American artwork, furniture, and decor. In order to fulfill her vision, Ms. Kennedy founded the White House Historical Association, a private nonprofit organization created in partnership with the National Park Service. We'll get more into that backstory in just a moment. Now let's start backwards on why. Why did she want to do this? It's said that she visited the White House for the first time with her mother and her sister in 1941. And even then, when she was so young, she knew that it was lacking something. It wasn't what it should be, in her opinion. She felt that there were only a few historical furnishings on display. There wasn't a booklet. There wasn't anything to tell you what was going on in the house. It just was kind of wah-wah, you know? Then when she visited the White House again with Mamie Eisenhower before Jack's inauguration, she was still disappointed to see that it was still awful. It was she called it an 18th century house, a dreary Mason Blanche. And by the way, I know that I've said a lot of this before. I covered it in the uh Jackie Kennedy two-part episode that I did a while back and I'm sure I've mentioned it here and there, but I've never done an episode solely on this, so that's why I'm doing this uh where it's all in one. So, just wanted to let you know that. But back to the story. So anyway, she knew she needed the White House to change when she was first lady. She knew that she wanted to make it more of a museum, like I said. She's quoted saying to Hugh Seidey for Life Magazine, all these people come to see the White House and they see practically nothing that dates back before 1948. Everything in the White House must have a reason for being there. It would be sacrilege merely to redecorate it a word I hate. It must be restored, and that has nothing to do with decoration. That is a question of scholarship. Now, we know, too, that Jackie... Was brilliant. I feel like a lot of people, as I've said before, think of her only as fashionable and beautiful and all these things, but she had such a deep mind, so much knowledge, read, studied, knew history so well. So the passion that she had for that and the understanding that she had for history in general made it an obvious task for her to take on and for her to be a part of. She was actually able to be a voice in the restoration because she knew history. According to the JFK Library, she wanted to share her passion for history and her knowledge and excitement and everything with all Americans, especially children. The library says she understood that to a child, American history can often be a dry and dull affair, and she saw a visit to the president's house as a chance to spark each child's interest in the people who made the country what it is today. So, this was not an easy task. She had to hunt down pretty much everything that she wanted to put in the house. She did learn pretty quickly that. There was a lot of White House furniture that was being stored in different facilities throughout D.C. There were pieces scattered everywhere. There were some at president's houses. There were some that had been sold. Truly iconic and historical pieces in our history just scattered about the United States. So when she saw that this was going to be quite the task that it ended up being, she established a White House Fine Arts Committee made up of experts in historic preservation and decorative arts.
2: Mrs. Kennedy, I want to thank you for letting us uh, visit your official home. This is obviously the room from which much of your work on it is directed.
0: Yes, it's attic and cellar all in one. Since our work started, we received hundreds of letters every day. This is where we evaluate all the fines, see if we want to keep them, if they fit into our budget.
2: Mrs. Kennedy, every First Lady and every administration since President Madison's time has made changes, greater or smaller, in the White House. Before we look at any of the changes you've made, what's your basic plan?
0: Well, I really don't have one, because I think this house will always grow and should. It just seemed to me such a shame when we came here to find hardly anything of the past in the house, hardly anything before 1902. I know when we went to Columbia, the presidential palace there has all the history of that country in it where Simon Bolivar was, every piece of furniture in it has some link with the past. I thought the White House should be like that.
2: Well, now, can you make these changes uh, according to your own personal tastes and desires?
0: Well, no, I uh, have a committee which has museum experts and government people and private citizens on it. And then everything we do is subject to approval by the Fine Arts Committee.
2: What's your budget? Where does it come from?
0: Well, it really, it's small because everything we do is by private donation. And every time we find an object we want, then we have to go and search for a donor. It's very slow, and that way a lot of things that we would like to get slip away from us.
1: So with the help of her committee, they found so many pieces of furniture that had been part of the White House at one time or that really were, you know, pieces that would have been found during different administrations history and that time period. And also she would ask a lot of people to donate pieces that they had. The JFK Library says that most important among their finds were items that belonged to President Washington, Lincoln, and Madison. It says Miss Kennedy personally went through each White House storage room, unearthing forgotten pieces. She then had them restored and returned to places of prominence. The first room that she tackled was the Oval Office, and that is when she found the Resolute desk, which is still there today. And also, you can see a replica of it at the museum. So I said I would give more backstory on the Historical Association, and now I'm going to do that. The reason why she needed the Historical Association is because she didn't want to get in trouble or backlash or anything for spending a bunch of money. So she established the association, and they ended up publishing the first official White House guidebook in 1962. All the profits from the book and people coming in, buying them on their tours and stuff, the funds were then put back into the restoration project to purchase other furniture and materials and all that kind of stuff by the Fine Arts Committee. So they all worked very hand in hand. She then appointed a curator. And the thing is, she was so hands-on with the guidebook too. She would proofread text. She would choose images. She would do all the things to make it look the way that she wanted it to look. And the library says that within 10 months of publication, 500,000 copies were sold. And it says, the White House A Historical Guide continues to support the work of the White House Historical Association. And as you know, if you've listened to my episode with the president of the White House Historical Association, Stuart McLaurin, that came out last year, I really encourage you to go listen if you haven't. The Historical Association is a amazing organization that continues to preserve the amazing pieces of our history. And that is because of Jacqueline Kennedy that it was created and it was so wonderful. So I also want to note too that Jackie had a heart for preservation in general. She did not only preserve the White House and restore it completely, she also obviously created the Rose Garden, which is so iconic with her friend Bunny Mellon. She saved the historic homes on Lafayette Square. The library says that she also advocated the restoration of Pennsylvania Avenue, which is the main thoroughfare that connected the White House to Capitol Hill and supported creation of a national cultural complex, which eventually became the Kennedy Center for Performing Arts in Washington, D.C. She was also internationally involved in preservation. She saved Grand Central, as we know. This was just a part of her heart. She loved these historic buildings and their beauty and did not want to see them go away. After the White House restoration was complete, it was time for it to be aired on television. She did a tour of the White House with CBS News correspondent Charles Collingwood, and it aired on both CBS and NBC, and four days later, it was broadcast on ABC.
2: This state dining room symbolizes your duties as an official hostess. Do you serve many meals here?
1: Yes,
0: this is where all the state dinners and lunches are given. You can seat 102 people, though the table now is not set up for that many.
2: Are there many state dinners?
0: Yes, there are. There uh, are. There were almost two a month last year.
2: Tell me about the silverware and the china, Mrs. Kennedy.
0: Well, it's not silver, it's all gold or vermeil. They used to use Monroe's knives and forks. but So many of them have been lost, so they've been copied. And the china is the Eisenhower gold china. You see, so many of the beautiful old services the president's had were destroyed and broken, so now the Truman and the Eisenhower China is all that there's enough left of to use. And there is the beautiful Monroe centerpiece and his flower or fruit baskets and candelabra, all brought from France in 1817. And Um, these glasses, they are ours. I wanted a very simple design so that the china and silver and glass would show up more. So I looked all over and the prettiest ones I found came from West Virginia.
2: And these pictures, there are three of them in this room. The two behind us here.
0: Yes, these two were on loan from the Boston Museum of Fine Art. All three pictures in this room are by Healy. There's Thomas Jefferson, a copy after Stewart. And then there's Daniel Webster, who didn't live here, but he visited the White House for 40 years. And then the most famous one of all is this one of Abraham Lincoln, which traditionally always hung in the state dining room. Healy was a contemporary of Lincoln, but he only saw him once, so he painted this picture from photographs.
1: Now, The JFK Library says that it had a record audience of 56 million viewers. But then another source also said that it ended up having more than 80 million viewers and syndicated globally to 50 countries, including China and the Soviet Union, which that's nuts for that time period. I mean, this was the first glimpse that America had at this huge, like $2 million restoration. It was extremely well received. People loved it. And it was so well received that she actually won an honorary Emmy for this achievement. And I was able to see the Emmy at the library, as well as the dress that she wore during the broadcast, which was really neat to see in person. So anyway, that is the backstory of a tour of the White House with Miss John F. Kennedy. And I just thought, obviously, the 60th anniversary of this moment would be the perfect day to talk about it. That's all I've got. Short little fun episode today. If you like what you hear on the Kennedy Dynasty podcast, please do me a favor and rate it five stars and write a positive written review. That would help me so, so much. If you're not following me on Instagram yet, what are you doing? Follow me. Create an Instagram if you don't have one just to follow the Kennedy Dynasty podcast, because it is fun over there. So at Kennedy Dynasty for that. If you haven't shopped my new merch yet, go do it. I created some new... Kennedy podcast merch with a new logo situation. Not like my face, new logo. It's not like it's like my face on a sweatshirt. It's the, it's just the Kennedy podcast with the flag and uh, JFK in it. So it's really neat merch. Uh, go check that out because when you purchase merch, it really helps me out with the cost of running the podcast, and uh, you look really cool in it because the designs are pretty cool, if I do say so myself. So I hope that you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. And I know some people love Valentine's Day, some people hate it. If you hate it, then I hope you have a good day in general anyway, and I will talk to you guys soon. Come
2: on and vote for Kennedy, vote for Kennedy, to keep America strong. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Kennedy,
0: he just keeps rolling up.